Here we go. Here we fucking go, baby. Every door you walk through today, I want you to pull those shoulders back and get that posture up to A1. I'm going to spark up a little bag here. Get my mind right. Give yourself a little refreshment. Fucking have a slurp. Hey, Pop, you see that, you see that black, uh, little suck knob? Uh, thank you much. Thank you very much, Gloria Tells. We got a rainy Wednesday. Hey, G-Unit. Hey, do will you see if that little black, uh, plastic knob for the... End of the stores in Bickle Volcano is? No, no, will you check in the podcast desk real quick? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for that interruption. Gotta make sure I have my bag of smoke. Just smoke from the dome to the dome piece. This is, uh, this is a little bit of this GS I'm smoking. That's what this strain is called. Uh, this is from my buddy Ryan Sprague, who we've had in the pod in the past. And, uh, I've had the pleasure to try his weed and it cannot be fucking beat. This GS stuff cannot be beat. It it, it makes you want to be, it makes you want to be, uh, you just makes you want to get shit done. It makes you want to do some shit. It makes you be creative. It's some, uh, some very good Mary Joanna. Um, this episode is sponsored by optimal carnivore, optimal carnivore. The link will be in the bio. And, uh, I've been taking the brain nourish and this is enhances your mood, memory, focus. They have all sorts of supplements and it's just quality ingredients. Um, it's, organs good organs like in this one there's lion's mane which is good for the brain and lord knows i need some brain power and then we have new zealand grass-fed brain 1500 milligrams in that straight to the fucking guzzler so if you're looking to up your nutrition then check out optimal carnivore the link will be in the bio and the code's redhawk10 if you want a little uh discount there one of the cleanest and pyramid purest environments on earth new zealand and that's where they get their 100% grass-fed animals. It's more organic lines, man. So this is good shit. You, you give it, a, give it a try. Um, for Christmas, we got episode 70 here. Christmas, uh, we didn't do much. I didn't really get shit. Didn't do much. But yesterday, I came home, and I was like, "Why the fuck is Sugar Shane and Danny over here?" <laughs> Are you hitting it like that? So, uh. They came, they, they came over. Sorry about that, man. Holy fuck, shoot, dude. We're live on the pod right now. That thing is fucking insane. Is it the Richard Millet? Oh, my God. Take a dude. screenshot. Do you really? Wow. Oh, it's right here. Look, Tim. What a fuck. Oh, thank you. What a beautiful piece. Hey, let me give you a jingle after this. Deuce. That's a Sean's new Richard Millet. God damn, bro. Those watches. Some about them. Some people hate those watches. Some people don't. But those watches are in a league of their fucking own, dude. Because I heard the Richard Richard Mill guy. However you fucking pronounce it. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. I guess he buys his own watches back. And they, they're not producing watches every year. They just like. They're so hard to get, and a lot of those pieces, like thirty pieces, twenty pieces. But dude, six figures on a watch—that's heavy. You better have everything dialed in before you spend six figures on a watch. But that's goals. One day, one day, one day. Um, yeah. But I show show up home from the gym. Had I had a good night at the gym, and then I show up and Sean, Danny, Mariah in the backyard, and they surprise me with a fucking hot tub, dude. 
Um, yeah, you get a hot tub. I've been wanting a hot tub for a minute. Mariah, Mariah said they've been talking about it for like weeks about surprising me with one. And I'm always in the shower. I'm like, hey, we need a fucking hot tub. Then we can go from our cold plunge to our hot. And it's just like an ultimate spa back there. And she's like, yeah, we got to wait till we buy the house, though. And then yesterday we just showed up with a hot tub in the backyard. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. I swear to God, though, everyone that sh they should make that a goal to have a cold plunge in a hot tub at your house. Because that shit is an ultimate mood changer, ultimate relaxation. Just make your house a fucking spa. So, thank Sugar Shane for that gift. It's one of the nicest, I mean, the nicest gift I've ever gotten on Christmas. Jay, did you get anything? Mm, I just got like some books and a pop. That's it. You got yourself a soda pop? No, like a, those little toys. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen They're those. called pops. Like big heads. Oh, sweet. Older we get, the less we fucking get. Huh? Okay. Um, Goddamn, this has been a fucking good year, dude. It's been a good year, and I think it's been such a good year this year because <coughs> it's just the accumulation of the all the good shit we've been doing for the last five to ten years, and it's, it's crazy because it's really starting to pay off this year, it seems like. Everything's grown. Like, my YouTube's grown. The podcast has grown. Um, the gym memberships have grown. Like, a year ago from today, I had 60 gym members, which is pretty good, like 60 gym men members. Now I have 150. So it over doubled. So I'm like, holy smokes, if we keep going at that pace, who knows where we're, we're going to be. Um, and then the YouTube, my YouTube, I was like, I'm going to I'm going to pick up YouTube and I'm going to stay consistent with it. I wrote it down. I'm going to stay consistent with it throughout these. Because I think we've only been running on the YouTube for a year. I mean, I used to upload shitty videos and stuff. But I think we've gained even on the YouTube 25,000 subs in one year. So fucking the year's been going good. This next year is going to be even crazier, though. I mean, this year, being able to train Sugar, and now he's the number one contender in the world in the one of the most stacked divisions out there. Uh, it's pretty pretty fucking sweet. There's a lot to be thankful for, um, for sure. So uh, we got some... Uh, we got some, well, let's go over this James Clear article. I like to go over this once a week, see if we can pull any gems out of it for the people and uh, everything. Okay, number one from James Clear is, I was reviewing some old notes to myself recently, and I found this one. You just need to have the courage to eliminate everything that doesn't directly feed what you really want. That's a good one. It's a fucking good one there. Number two. It is nearly impossible to have your best idea the first time you think about something. The most likely way to uncover important insights is to frequently revisit a problem. The longer you're in the game, the more ideas bubble up to the surface. Time unlocks insights. Yeah, I need to get better about that because I have an idea and I want to get that idea done. I'm like, let's just do it. Let's I don't want to rush it a bit. I just want to get it. Let's let's get going with it. We got the idea. Let's do it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, so many people have said the idea is not the hard part. It's just fucking doing it. So I need to get yeah. better at being a little bit patient, a little bit more patient. And uh, even Sean's kind of been teaching me that because a lot of these like deals for the podcast and deals for some other things we got going on. I'm like, bro, let's just get it going. Let's fucking get it going. But he's like, dude, these contracts take so much goddamn time. They take months and months and then you get them hashed out. So you just got to be patient, but I'm learning that it's nice. We have a, uh, our uncle Imran on these business calls that we do. And every time Imran's the uh, CEO of Sanable and he, he owns it and he's the one who invented it. We had a pod with him and it was really good, but he's kind of Sean's business advisor now. And, I get on calls with them and I just hear the, the questions he asks and like the way he negotiates things. It's like so badass, dude. It's another level. Every time I get on a phone call with Imran and he's helping us out, it I learn something new, which is sweet. So we're super thankful for him. Okay, here's number three. Happiness is simply the absence of desire. Happiness is not about the achievement of pleasure, which is joy or satisfaction, but about the lack of desire. It arrives when you have no urge to feel differently. Happiness is the state you enter when you no longer want to change your state. It's pretty good. Mood. Hmm? Yeah, except when we want some new, huh, G? 
It never <laughs> ends when you want something new. I know. It's just like you want something new, you get that something, and it's like, okay, whatever, what in now? about a month, and then you're <laughs> on to the next thing, <laughs> and it consumes your brain. But being able to recognize that is fucking, yeah. fucking good. Uh, quote from others, philosopher Simon Wheel on the value of risk. Risk is, is an essential need of the soul. The absence of risk produces a kind of boredom, which paralyzes perilous is in a different way from fear but almost as much the absence of risk produces a kind of boredom which perilous is in a different way from fear hmm. a little deep for me poet donald hall i see no reason to spend your life writing poems unless your goal is to write great poems an ambitious project but sensible i think if your goal is to write poetry the only way we are likely to be any good is to try to be as great as best okay uh, question for you. How can I improve the energy of the situations I am involved in today? You may not control the outcome, but you can influence it. So that's always good. I always like reading James Clear shit. He always uh, has some good gems. Every week he comes out with it. It's called the 321 newsletter. Um, I like going over that stuff. So who will be champs? Question who is going to be champs in 2023? Man. Let's go through the divisions real quick, and then we'll uh, move on. We got a bunch of Patreon questions, some pretty good good questions, and then um, and we'll keep moving on to our current events here. So the heavyweight champ is Francis. Light heavyweight is vacant. Alex Pereira, middleweight. Leon Edwards, welterweight. Lightweight, Islam. Featherweight, Volkanovski. Bantamweight, Aljamain. Flyweight, Davison Figueredo, and then Brandon Murillo, interim. Fuck, dude, it's just so goddamn hard to guess in MMA. But let's force ourselves to guess here. Let's fucking force ourselves to guess here. Heavyweight champion, I feel like it's going to stick with Francis. Unless Johnny Bones Jones comes back. He's going to cause some issues for those guys. Um, Light heavyweight? Who's your guess, Jay? Fucking A's. Who the fuck in, in light heavyweight? I was going to say John Jones for heavyweight. That'd be sick. Mm -hmm. He came back and won the belt. Mm-hmm. Who's light heavyweight? The jury guy, right? The, with the well, it's vacant. It's vacant right now. So it's Jamal Hill versus uh, Jamal Hill versus the versus, versus him versus Glover, I think. Oh, Glover. Um, no, wait, no, wait. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Right. And then middleweight, house para dude. Middleweight and welterweight. I just see every time I see Kamzat, I'm like that motherfucker. Yeah. There's a good chance he's gonna beat the champ. I feel like at 170 because I think uh, Boachina is gonna give him issues at middleweight. I think that's a tough fight for him at middleweight. So I, I, I'm i going to pick uh, Paulo Costa, middleweight champion, by the end of 2023. Really? If he sticks with the UFC. Sounds like he's just going back and forth to the UFC, talk shit to him. And when you talk shit to him like that, it's like it's it like never usually off. works out. But worked out for Colby Covington, I guess. Uh, welterweight, Leon Edwards. Would be sweet to see Leon Edwards Stay remain there. the champion. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just probably stick with Leon that lightweight islam hard to pick against fucking islam imagine if volk takes him out though mm -hmm. realistic or crazy. no eh. <laughs> 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 it's fucking possible <laughs> aljamain sterling aljamain sterling talking about his last fight at bantamweight we'll see but 2023 there's, there's a good chance sugar shane because even yeah. if he doesn't i mean there's a very good chance he's going to win it this this next fight a high percentage chance even if he doesn't though you don't okay you win one more boom now you get another title shot mm -hmm. so eventually i'm saying 2023 shoot is probably gonna be champ there's a really good really good chance of that just gets the belt retires yeah <laughs> um and then 25 it's like i don't even know you got uh moreno versus figgy part eight <laughs> 2023 yeah. but lightweight though lightweight that's there's some interesting ones featherweight that i would not be surprised to see that Ilya tapria Ilya tapria oh yeah champion and then lightweight that's our sarsuki kid i know i pronounce these wrong so just fucking zip it um he fought is on before but now he's just so good he's so goddamn dangerous i, I wouldn't be surprised if that kid's champ either okay let's listen to this one cnn married couple in apparent murder suicide outside their former jehovah's witnesses congregation law enforcement officials are investigating apparent murder suicide sunday at the jehovah's witness kingdom call Police in Thornton responded to a call of fire at the congestion where they were told an adult female was shot and killed by an adult male who then turned the gun himself. 
the individuals were married in former congregations. The investigation is still active. Witnesses being interviewed, seen being examined, Thornton police. A suspicious advice device is being evaluated. There's a man. I mean, that could happen. It's not because just fucking Jehovah's Witnesses, but dude, you could see how that would happen. Maybe someone cheats on someone, and now someone's going to get disfellowshipped, or and then and then when you get disfellowshipped for the Jehovah's Witnesses, you get shunned from the community. You're not supposed to be talking to by anyone. So if that's your only community, and then they're they have this fear of you getting disfellowshipped. So once you get disfellowshipped, you're not, you're, even your family's not going to talk to you. The people that you grew up with aren't going to talk to you because you got disfellowshipped. So that scares people. So who knows what went on? That's a fucking sad, sad story. Um, and then the Stefan Bonner thing. There was a video that came out that t- talks about former UFC fighter Stefan Bonner shares a bizarre video of the altercation with hospital authorities and police. And he was explaining how he went into the hospital and he he needed pain meds and he had some issues going on and the doctors just didn't really act like it was very important because he's a former addict. Um, experiences I've had in the hospital too is just like one time I went into the hospital literally with my jaw hanging off my face. It's like crooked hanging off my face and they show me the x-ray and it's clean broke. And they're just sitting there like, yeah, well, bud, um, surgeon's out of town and he's not really feeling like coming in right now. So... Let's have you wait till Monday. I'm like, are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, well, we can keep you in the hospital bed all, all weekend if you want. I'm like, fuck you. And I left. <laughs> and then the one I did get surgery, they're like, dude, you should have had surgery right away. That was bad. So doctors, they don't fucking give a fuck. I mean, thank God for them or we'd be fucked. But when you roll into a doctor's office, it's the most scary moment of your life. It's this scary thing, but it's like they see multiple multiple of those a day so they have to kind of go numb to it uh what's the worst thing you went to the hospital for jay Mm, probably like when i was super young i uh my pinky got stuck like on the door like you know the door where it closes Mm -hmm. my my pinky was like right here me and my cousin were playing he slammed it and it like sliced my pinky i still have a scar and yeah it's like you could kind of see it still that's about it but so you I don't really sm- go to the hospital, man. So you smashed your pinky and went into the ER? Yeah. I was like a kid, though. Oh, okay. I was like probably like eight or some shit. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well. I don't have health insurance, G. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to tough it out. Yeah, Unless yeah. something serious. But usually it's like, yeah, yeah fuck that shit. And what are the doctors going to do? They're going to give you an IV. Give you Advil or what? Give you an IV and then tell you to take Advil, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's crazy to see these Twitter files being leaked. The Twitter files, how the Twitter rigged the COVID debate by censoring info that was true but inconvenient to U.S. government policy by discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed by suppressing ordinary users, including some sharing the CDCs. See, that kind of shit's fucked up because so many people are trying to find just the truth. We're trying to find the truth. And Twitter is a good way to be able to look at people that, Find people that you think you trust and think are going to have the best outlook on something and try to trust them. And that's where you can read what their thoughts are on Twitter. But then when you have these higher ups blocking these things, so now it's just you're just seeing everywhere what they want you to see. It's just fucked up. It's fucked up. And it's crazy. Elon's leaking all this stuff. So it's really going on. So far, the Twitter files have focused on evidence of Twitter's secret blacklist, how the company's functioned as a kind of subsidiary of the FBI, and how execs execs rewrote the platform rules to accommodate their own political desires. What we have yet to cover is COVID. This reporting for the free press is one piece of the important story. The United States government pressured Twitter and other social media platforms to elevate certain content and suppress other content about COVID-19. Internal files at Twitter that I viewed while on assignment show that the, both the Trump and Biden administrations directly pressed Twitter executives to moderate the platform's pandemic content according to their wishes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take some, someone way fucking smarter than any of us to figure this shit out. But if the internet starts... It was weird in Abu Dhabi because Abu Dhabi, they literally blocked every adult site. Any adult site I went to that was 18 and over, it said this is blocked in this area. So they kind of have control of what you see over there in uh, Abu Dhabi. Isn't there ways to get around it, though? Yeah. 
It's like not that hard. Not that hard, but, really but even still, to. but even still, it blocks it a little bit. Yeah, which is is that good, or it didn't seem to have an effect. Just maybe looked at porn, didn't look at porn as much, which would <laughs> definitely have a positive effect. But then you get on Twitter and you got anything yeah, you need for real. I feel like Twitter's turning into kind of Reddit. Really, Reddit's kind of the same way. Like if you want to find like certain shit, you just you just go on Reddit. It's kind of. Do you have the app? I have the app. Yeah. But I would just search up random stuff like uh butt fucking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you end up even doing for Christmas, Jay? Nothing. I mean, our family's pretty small, so we usually just get together. We do Seeker Santa and uh, we just eat. We just exchange gifts. It's like literally like probably five of us, six of us. Mm-hmm. And we just exchange gifts, maybe put our movie, eat and nap. And then that's it. I didn't do much. Just normal fucking just day. Just chill. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We got some uh, Patreon questions. Uh, Patreon.com slash Red Academy. Stuff's going up there all the time. I'm going to start back with my techniques. Yesterday, I put up on Patreon the, the most important combos to become an expert at in MMA, in my opinion. They can, those, those two combos, getting an expert at setting them up, getting an expert at the, the range, um, will take you a long way. So we'll get back here on, uh, but then I'm putting up a bunch of different videos. There was a vlog last week, um, cooking shit. We did a contest for giveaways for like um, memorabilia and stuff yesterday. So there's a bunch of stuff going on there if you support the pod, want to support the pod. What's JX's goals with his brand and life? Damn, it's a long question, Connor. Let's make it a quick one, Jay. Um, I just want to be able to just... Uh keep creating what i'm doing basically but just grow it little by little and um i think i'm always going to be in some creative creative endeavor you know whether it's a clothing brand or whether it's videos or something but i think long term if i can get like a little mini warehouse and just really live off of that pretty much Mm -hmm. just be creative that's money baby uh favorite coffee shop order timbo and jx have you ever tried the chobani coffee creamer in the morning latte i've, I've seen the chobani stuff i've never really tried it jake what's chobani uh it's just a brand oh a brand and then um my favorite court order usually it's fucking just latte. yeah just a latte with some almond milk maybe a little bit of honey vanilla <laughs> you jay likes the americanos <laughs> yeah he likes the what else you like that's pretty much it. Oh, oh spritzers. Oh, I like the spritzers. Yeah, like they're espresso shots with like a, usually a soda water of some sort. Yeah, which is interesting, like a Topo Chico yeah. with, uh, with two espresso. espresso shots. So it's definitely a... It's a vibe. It's, a it's not for taste. everybody. Oh, fuck. This weed's got me heavy tripping. Here, you, you, wanna, about? you wanna... You wanna... <laughs> no. Take a little one. No, no. Open your mind a little bit, brother. <laughs> Big ship. At Jack, what kind of rabbit holes do you go down on Twitter? You are one of my favorite people to follow and like as it has hacked my Twitter algorithm in the best way. Some hilarious stuff on that app, brother. Keep <laughs> keep it G, primos. I'm trying to think what I go down on the rabbit hole. Um, I just, Twitter's just for funny shit for me. Like, it's just a, it, it's just funny stuff, you know? But sometimes on TikTok, you, you get lost. I'll start looking at, like, other clothing brands and then get deeper into clothing brands. So maybe that's the rabbit hole. But Twitter's just funny shit for me. Mm-hmm. It's memes uh jed powells what is your dream ufc fight that has never happened past or future love from london job and love you too jed um i at that one the the point i wanted to see fedor beat the fuck out of brock and i i truly think he would have beat the fuck out of brock um i wanted to see that fight another fight i think there would just been a huge fight that they they fucked up not making is nick diaz versus maz at all which who knows? They maybe could still make that, but I want I wanted to see it when Nick was a young young buck. Nick versus Mazadal in a five rounder would have been a fucking sick fight. Um, yeah, let me know in the comments below. I I can't even really think of any fights that should have happened, dream fights that should have happened that never really did. Usman Kamaro, I feel like that would have been good though. That would have been good, but I think it would have been maybe a little bit of a boring fight. Both of them really like to jab. I think they would have just been jabbing each other for five rounds. I don't know. Hey, Tim, go to subs submissions from Mount from Luis Bartolo. Go to submissions from Mount. Unless you're an armbar expert, I don't think the armbar from Mount is a very good sub. I'm, 
unless you're really good at it, really good at sliding up into an S mount and staying on top before you even like flop back for an armbar, because mount's the best position. You're dominating someone. There's so many things that can come from mount. And then you take this, if you're not super good at armbar, you flop off, you lose an armbar. Now you lost the best position, like one of the best positions, and now you're on your back. So unless you've drilled the armbar the right way in a really tight, secure armbar, I don't think armbar is best. Um, depends we're talking in the gi or the no gi. In the gi, probably a mounted collar choke. Americana, you're not really going to catch good people in the Americana. But also getting an under an armpit with one arm and then walking that arm up, walking that elbow up, and then forcing a head and arm choke. That's always a safe option. And then they bridge away and then you can take their back. So I would say that on top, start walking up their arm to a head and arm choke and then end up taking the back if they start bridging hard. What about your uh, mounted Gogo Plata? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't do that. That's, <laughs> plan that's, some, that's some Elizabeth Clay stuff with her fucking legs, <laughs> dude. Um, Alec, what are you guys go to meals when you have to cook for yourself? Do you ever cook for yourself? Don't lie. I used to a lot. <laughs> I used to have to. It's kind of nice having Mariah because like you're always busy during the day, though. Like yeah, we, doing and shit. And we got a good routine, too. It's just like she comes in, teaches the kids class, and then rolls after, goes home while I teach Nogi. She feeds her horses, and then she uh, she puts in something in the air fryer. And we usually plan it earlier in the day of what we're going to do for dinner. Um, but if I have to cook for myself, it's just not as Eggs. fun cooking something really good for yourself. It's way funner when you have a partner who's into good food too and you guys mm. can enjoy it together. Um, so I just a lot of times make something quick. Something quick, just some protein. Like um, for dinner, like if I come home, I usually just either honestly it's like ground beef and rice. That not that's hard to beat even. Like I usually that's my go to. So you cook easy up to some make. ground beef and rice. You get some of these uh liquid aminos. Yeah, I I use that too. In the meat mm -hmm. or, or on, on the rice. rice. Yep. And it's so fucking good. Or you get a little of that primal kitchen teriyaki sauce. The ingredients is so good on that. Pour a little of that on the meat and with the rice. It's that's hard to beat. Yeah, that's my go to. The little ZV on the side. Yeah, that's a good one there. What's the roles between Jay and Shug look like from Brother Q? What do you mean roles? Jiu Jitsu. Oh, the roles. Um they're pretty fun. I mean, Sean always usually gets the best of me, mm -hmm. but which he should. Yeah, but we're like good scrambles and stuff. I mean, in the beginning, I was always just pull guard with him, but now like I try to wrestle more mm -hmm. and stuff and try to just I don't know. They're pretty. They're pretty uh, fun. I mean, they're scrambly, but yeah, usually he always catches me. He has a good like front headlock. That's the thing. That's the thing. He catches a lot of the people, and if you can, uh, I mean, he's good. He's good everywhere, but. I think in the, gi, good front in the gi, though, I would have a better chance Yeah, of, like, if I were to catch him. I don't think I've ever caught Sean, though, mm -hmm. but I could probably keep my guard longer in the gi. Yeah, <laughs> definitely can't just do whatever he wants to. Yeah. Do you think you have found or have an idea what the meaning of life is? No, David. That's, a, that's too big of a deep of a question, David. <laughs> but, I mean, I just don't see anywhere where you could go wrong with being like, okay, I'm going to do my best at keeping my body very healthy, do everything I need to do to keep myself healthy and then try to do my best at being honest and keeping a, having good relationships and keeping those relationships good and not burning people and not just acting like a fucking douchebag. And then when something goes wrong or someone disagrees with you, not being fuck you. And now you're an enemy. Just like that's, that's them. That's okay. They came from a different background. They were raised by different people, but having good relationships, doing your best at that. And then also just doing your best at taking care of your health. I think those two things you just can't go wrong with. Amen. It's, it's hard to even fucking um, debate that. Um, ever taken any PEDs? Also with everyone, this is Jake Leggert. Also with everyone in BJJ comps juice to the gills, do you think anyone who is actually natty would have any benefit over someone juiced? Um, I take this, I'm trying to take this BP157. I don't know if that's considered a, a steroid of some sort. I don't know if it's a steroid. I think it's, I forgot what they called it, but it's supposed to help build my fucking ligaments back. Um, everyone in BGBG comes juiced. I don't know. You, someone, if someone's juiced up, they're always going to have more benefit. I mean, if you get juiced up and you get 
everything rolling. You can train three times a day. Mm-hmm. You could train three times a day. You're not going to get near as sore. You're going to have way more energy. Um, but then you see guys like the Thai Rutolo, Cade Rutolo. They're yeah. fucking smoking people that are all juiced up. But those kids are just such they a have fucking... have the age factor, too, on them. It's they're so like insane because they're 19 years old, dude. Yeah. And they're going against these black belts who are just... Have been doing jujitsu for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. It's like their gummy ligaments. And it's their intense pace that they like to bring. And their just confidence in their jujitsu, too. Yeah. Um, but, did. yeah, someone, someone juiced to the gills is going to have... They're just going to be able to train more. But even, I think, people that... I think people think you should just take juice and you're just stronger and yeah. you're just a beast. You still got to fucking train. Um, L Puff Daddy. Arrow Press versus your new espresso machine. It's two different things. The Arrow Press is really good. And we did that for probably four years. And if you get an Arrow Press, you got to make sure the grounds the grounds are even. And you get the grounds, a, a nice grinder where you can get the grounds right. And then YouTube, my friend Scott Holtzman taught me this, the inverted method. Because usually for the arrow press, you just put it on your cup, put the beans in, and then pour it, and then it soaks in. But the inverted method, boom, like this, you get the ground grounds wet, fill it up halfway, and then just stir it a little bit with like a butter knife, get the, all the grounds wet, and then fill it up the rest of the way. Let it ste- steep there for three minutes, tip it onto your cup, and then and then press it out. It's a fucking good coffee. And the arrow press machine is $30. Fucking good coffee. But... It's hard to beat this new espresso machine we got. We got the classic Gagia espresso machine. And it seems complicated at first, but Mariah's got it, like, perfect. She's literally got that fucking coffee perfect. And I have yet to go to a coffee shop that beats her coffee. Because really? she gets the beans from uh, Blue Sky Organic Farms. So it's these good quality, fresh, organic beans. And she just has it so fucking nailed, dude. It's hard to go to another coffee shop. So new espresso machine beats it. But like I said, if you don't if you don't have a ton of bread and you're wanting to get into just making your own quality, good, powerful fucking coffee, which I think everyone should, the AeroPress is a good one. AeroPress is tricky too because you need you need to you need to have the water at the right temperature. And you can Google it. They have like world championships for coffee and AeroPress and shit. Um so you have to have your coffee at the right temperature, so you kinda need a, a teapot spout with a temperature gauge on it. Alex Hill, what's championship mindset and how do you cultivate it? And and also, how long do you focus on a move slash position or sequence in JITS before moving on to the next thing? Uh, how long do you focus on a move? For our gym, I like to focus on one move, kind of move all week. I've been doing. So we foc- I focus on one move all week. And then for the higher belts, the blue belts, purple belts that know the basic move, then just have them add on and, and, and turn it into a sequence and just do it over and over and over and then have the top person give them different reactions so they can kind of get familiar with the position. But I think it's important, and a lot of jiu-jitsu gyms don't do it, is to work on a move or spot all week. I think a lot of jiu-jitsu gyms, especially ones – where maybe the instructors never never competed or never done anything, I think they uh, bounce around to too many moves. I think they show new moves every day, and then when they do show those moves, they show like five moves, and they're like showing their students that they know all this. Like, well, and then you can do this, and then you can do this, and the students like, Ugh. but then the students leave there, and they don't remember shit. So I think if you do one simple basic move, especially for the new people, and have them do it over and over and over and over and over until they get bored, and then by the end of the week, hopefully they know that move. So I think uh, at least a week, sometimes even a month. I've, I know gyms have do one position or one type of move and sequence for one full month. Um, how, what's a championship mindset? How do you cultivate it? It's, I mean, it's going to take a long time, but I, like I said, I always say, just get around a group where that, that kind of shit's normal and then get around, do your best at getting around a person who's an expert at it, whether it's you're joining their academy, whether they're joining whatever it is online and just try to learn from them because they went through years and years of shit. And there's probably a lot of mistakes that you can pass up by just following someone who's already an expert at whatever you're wanting to do. But then. Yeah, do the championship mindset. Just learning how a champion thinks by reading it, I mean, watching documentaries, and then just the tough part's just going to be doing it consistently, consistently. Uh, 
Drew McGee. When was the last time you got a tattoo and was what was it? Are you going to get any more in the future? Ugh, fuck, I don't even know the last one, bro. I don't know. Tattoos, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm over it. Maybe I'll get get another if I feel like it, but I, I feel like I'm good on tattoos. Get your back blasted, man. <sighs> I should. Just cover this pale skin. <laughs> not my not my one I got when I was 18. No, that one's sick. You should leave it. Just add, <laughs> just add to it. <laughs> uh, I dude, I literally don't even remember the last one. Probably your neck one, though. Oh, yeah, one. over here. I feel like that one. Yeah, the neck didn't hurt too bad. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to get too many more in the future. I don't know, Drew, maybe. Go through spurts. Roger, does JX pull puss regularly? Regularly. Regularly? Regularly. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Tim? I'm kind of like just to myself. I mean, if it comes my way, it comes my way. But I'm not like, yeah, e I'm not eager for it. You know, I'm not. I don't ever force anything. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I'd say that's that's accurate. You don't force anything, and you're not like just fucking fucking like chicks crazy. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. Yeah, once in a while though, dude. Come on. Uh, Jake Dennis. Yo, brothers, what's the best way to grow fast in jits? Any areas to focus on for white belts who are looking to grow to competitive levels? Appreciate, boys. Dude, Jake, it's like white belts want to skip. They want to start learning what the higher belts are learning. But you can't do that because you don't know how to get out of mount. And you don't know how to get a side control. And you don't know how to get escape from the back. And if you don't know any of those things, like really know them, okay, you, even if you go over those moves four or five times, you don't know it. You got to do that so many times that you know the fucking mechanics of it and you can do it under pressure or in a live situation but you have to get good at those things first developing a guard learning how to sprawl if you don't know how to sprawl and then learn how to escape the side control learn how to escape the mount learn how to escape the back and then maybe even add multiple escapes from those positions focus on those but like I said, you got to just hopefully you can just trust your instructor and let them teach you and just time on the mat, watching colored belts, watching a brown belt, what he's doing with his feet, what he's doing with his pressure, what he's doing with his balance, watching higher belts, purple belts. That'll help you get better, too, and give you more ideas. Uh, Jacob Lofert made my MMA de debut October 1st, got KO'd. Been suffering from pan attacks for no reason for the last five years. As soon as I got in the cage, I just zoned out of my body in body. Arms and legs went numb. Been to every type of doctor. Any tips to deal with that? I put my whole middle school and high school years to train to save this, to, define, to have this define my career. Jacob, that definitely doesn't define your career, brother. I know you think it does, and maybe a few people saw it, and it just didn't look that great. But, dude, that doesn't define your career. You have a long career ahead of you. Similar thing happened to me when I, my very first fight. I was just, like, in there. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing fighting this big-ass middleweight guy? And the bell rang, ding, ding. And I'm like, well, I got to fight now. But it's just you're going to feel those emotions. I mean, that probably all happened just because you're just so nervous and maybe overthinking, and you just had so much anxiety. But the more... The more you compete, the more you, you practice hard with good, tough people, the, your, your confidence is going to build, and you'll be able to go in and let it rip again, Jacob. Hope it helps. Vic, what do you, if, if you have a group of friends that you love, like family, because you live away from family, but are more of the 9 to 5 people and aren't into jiu-jitsu and it interferes with your training, I've tried to get them into healthy jiu-jitsu lifestyle and they just look at it as a waste of time time uh vic i would just say hey i i'm I, i'm gonna do jujitsu i'm gonna do my jujitsu and then we can hang out after that's what that's what i'm gonna do uh what else would you say about that jay i don't fucking know yeah i mean jujitsu is such like a cool community community that you'll probably make new friends that you can hang out with them if like just do what you want to do if they're really your homies they shouldn't care yeah. Like, cool, we'll hang out after. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Suit rags. If they invent a pill to cure TMS, which means too much sperm in males, would you take it? I probably would. If it was a what? Like a pill? A pill that you could just kind of shut your mind off a pussy? Oh. <laughs> I'd probably take it. What not it, every what day. What if it makes you gay? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Start walking all femmy. Yeah. I don't know. I would take it. Uh 
I like being horned up once in a while. <laughs> so I'd maybe take it a couple Well, because the week, same thing that gets you horned up, isn't that the same thing that makes us want to like train and go hard too? So what if it like cuts that off? Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, you just get broke so easy in practice. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm done. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe once in a while suit. Uh, Jerry Phillips, JX, what was the hardest step in the beginning with the product line? Much love, boys. JX's product line, if it doesn't know, no, no. Um, he has he comes out with his his merch and it's a lot of vintage stuff and it's a bunch of sweet stuff. So, uh, what was the hardest step in beginning that? I think the hardest step was just not getting too discouraged because in the beginning, it, it was hard to sell stuff. Like I couldn't even sell twelve t shirts, mm-hmm. and just not getting discouraged and just keep being consistent. That was like the hardest part, I think. Yeah. Other than that, everything else it was pretty easy. Like you could find. You could Google anything, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And easy, not like easy, but easy because you enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a passion of mine. Like I enjoy, I'm not doing it because it's trendy or or anything like that. Like I enjoy clothes. I enjoy making stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I'll keep it nice and easy. What's the latest you eat dinner? I train at 8 p.m. I was wondering if you eat after that is harmful, boys. I mean, it's probably a lot of it depends on what you're eating probably that a lot make sure you're fucking chewing your food good and maybe probably a lot of it depends on what you're eating jason i wish i was an expert in that area that'd be a good question for dan garner because i'm sure everyone's different in that that speed too but i've been doing this i'm gonna do a video for patreon this dessert with some nice grass-fed greek yogurt plain and i do about a half a scoop almost a full scoop of the thorn chocolate protein mix it up and put a little almond butter on there and then put a little berries on there and it's like this fucking this like parfait, this sweet parfait, full of protein, full of some good probiotics, some good fruits, and it's just such a bomb dessert. I've been doing that because I got that from uh, Dan Garner. He, even on fight weeks and stuff, even Sean's like last meal that he gets the night before weigh-ins, say he cut four or five pounds, and then he's got to cut another three pounds in the morning. That's usually how it goes. And then in the night, he has a mix up some thorn protein in the Greek yogurt with a little blueberries. That's where I got that from. And it's a fucking good little dessert. Uh, Trent Katz. Been training for about a year and a half and got my blue belt last week. Any tips on what mindset should be at this stage? What should I be focusing on when I'm on the mats? Same shit, dude. Same shit. Just, I mean, you can't overthink. You can't overthink it that much. Like, am I learning the right shit? Or should I be doing something? Just be on the mats. Be on the mats. Conor McGregor tweets. Sorry. I'm so horny I could write a book on dead rats. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Me either, but it's kind of funny that he's like, I'm so horny. He's <laughs> just chilling somewhere on his yacht. Huh? That motherfucker is definitely on the fucking gear. Maybe not, but just fucking horned up. Uh-huh. I feel you. I fucking feel you. Any tips on what you do? Just keep keep uh, training, Trent. Maybe maybe join a. I mean, enter a tournament, win or lose. I think every time you enter a tournament, it forces you to kind of focus on getting better. And I think win or lose on a tournament, you always grow pretty quick with your jujitsu. Uh, Blaine, can you go into depth about the correct pH level water to drink, the benefits of it, and what's the best company to get high quality water for a reasonable price? I was doing some research yesterday trying to figure out what the best healthiest water was and then i stumbled across the mountain valley water and then they they deliver it to you in the glass five gallon jug so now we're getting that as a delivery but i think anything a ph over seven it might have been six ph over six or seven after this we're going to i'm going to get some chlorine and shit for my uh, hot tub and then i'm gonna grab a ph tester so i'll test out that mountain valley water and see what the ph is but i think the importance of drinking the good water boys is fucking very important it's crazy like when you were a kid would you ever drink out of just like this straight water faucet hose? even the water the hose out. <laughs> i just remember those days oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah uh chase davis you ever put Ep- epsom salt in your cold plunge no i haven't chase um maybe put it in the hot tub fuck i don't know might fuck it up eric what do you think of the impact of the twitter files exposing government's agencies concluding with big t- i'm so curious what's going to happen with that because there's going to be a, I mean, the higher ups are going to have power just like they do in Abu Dhabi. Like they could, what's going to happen if they're like, okay, hey, 
maybe Twitter's banned or Twitter's banned from talking about this stuff or this, this and this and this is banned. What's going to happen? What if they kill Elon? Nothing's going to happen though. Oh yeah. Or they kill fucking Elon. Nothing's going to happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the future that happened to where like, we have to keep control of this fucking nation. I think that's why Elon bought it though. So he bought it to kind of just exercise that. Like you could do whatever the fuck you want. There shouldn't be any, any like rules, I guess, to the internet. Yeah. That's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? What's the favorite thing to do when stoned? Depends what kind of stone, dude. If I smoke this stores and Bickle at a high temperature, say 389 Fahrenheit, then I'm pretty fucked up. And it's almost like couch locks you. But then if I smoke it at a 360 degrees Fahrenheit, I feel like I can do anything. I can, if I can go teach, I can go clean up something, go get work done. Um, be super creative for pod for the podcast and all all the shit, the shit. Um, so favorite thing to do on its own. It's always different. Did I take a big dab? I haven't dabbed in a minute, but if I dab out, then it's fucking snack time. Um, yeah. So those kind of things. Now that we got the hot and cold, I'm pumped to get high and go do that hot and cold. It's gonna be good. Alex, what's good, Jobin's advice for a wrestler wanting to start jits? There's a Muay Thai BJJ gym next to my dorm in college. I want to join. It was wondering what differences to expect or what things I can carry over. We'll definitely be going into it with an I know nothing mentality, though. Otherwise, peace him. Alex, that's exactly what ha- what it was for me. I was in college and there was this uh, MMA gym. I was already in MMA pre- previously, but there was a gym and I just went in there. And once you, if you, most high school wrestling programs are pretty tough. I haven't, I guess I haven't seen that many, but most of the ones I've seen, been around, they're always tough practices that really fucking test you out mentally. So it's nice having that. You've been tested out mentally already. When a lot of people that are signing up for a Muay Thai BGJ gym, they've never even got that tired and then had to push through it. So wrestling, you'd have that. So going in there, yeah, just being nice, being humble, willing to learn, not trying to prove anything to anyone, just going in there and be like, I'm going to just learn this martial art, learn this martial art. And I think the mindset the wrestlers have carries over well to all those. A uh, little squid, any tips for quitting vaping? Um, God, I wish I knew. I mean, I wish I was experienced in that area. I don't know how addictive that shit is. It's got to be fucking addictive, though. I wonder if it's the same. Like, you know how... Well, for me, I always have to have a coffee. Like, I need caffeine every yeah, day. Yeah, I would, I would say stop. I'm addicted to that. But I, we have stopped being sick. No, I don't stop, man. Even, <laughs> even when you're sick, <laughs> you stop. I a little tea. Damn. I need a little fucking caffeine. Well, we get headaches and shit, you know, because yep. our body's used to it. So I wonder what they get if they don't have that nicotine. Do they yeah. get anxious? And it's probably something about, like, when you sign 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 up for a fight or sign up for a juice term, it's like you have to make weight on this day. And now you look at these foods that you could just eat normally and yeah. you want them so fucking bad just because now that you can't have them, you, you crave them and it's a lot what your brain thinks about just because you can't have it. You start thinking about it. I'm sure it's similar with that. I think that's how I am in relationships though too. Like what? when you're locked in on a relationship, if you're not in an open or anything, you just like want girls more because you know you can't have it. Oh, fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, it's different for like you guys. You guys are in an open and you guys obviously still want it. So I always think, like, if I wasn't open, would I still want it? Still want the girlfriend. The like or other The bitches. other pussy. Yeah. Yeah, probably not as much. Yeah. Probably not as much. But still, it's just like we're young dogs. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, any tips? Little squid? Fuck, dude. I would try to do some research. I'm sure there's forums online of people that how to quit vaping and, and different steps online that you can follow. No way more than me. If it's, a, it's a habit, obviously, so maybe just look up how to break habits. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking vaping. But definitely, little Squid, get on top of that. Quick that shit, dude. Or you could, every time you hit that vape, you could be like, hmm, I'm a pussy. <laughs> I'm a fucking puss who can't <laughs> quit this thing that I know is willingly detrimental to my body. And I'm just going, Ugh. Maybe you could think that way. Uh, Jack Ellerstein, how would you and Sugar prepare if you were to fight Sanhagen compared to Aljo? Um, I don't know. I think Sanhagen against Sean would try to force a lot of wrestling. I don't think he'd stand with him long. And if he did, he, he's going to get pieced a little bit because Sean's faster and he's he just has more tricks from both stances. 
and uh, I think he might light Sanhagen up. So I think Sanhagen will, will shoot on Sean for sure. Be I a think. sick fight though, huh? It's Sean gonna be Sanhagen. a sick fight. They're they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight in the next year. I bet. We'll see. I guess you never know how things. Cheeto fucking ends Sanhagen yeah, and knocks him the fuck out. But even still, if if Sean plans on being in the sport for another eight years, like he's saying, um, Corey's pretty young in the sport too. Because I remember they fought on the LFA the same night when Sean knocked out that kid with that spinning heel kick. Heel kick. Sanhagen was on that card too, and I remember seeing. I'm like, that kid fucker's pretty skilled too. Uh, so they'll fight, and it's gonna be sweet. So the prep preparation probably won't be as much grappling, but like I said, right now we're grappling so much, so much that it's gonna. Who cares if he tries to grapple? Pure beast. When are you going to officially baptize brother Pierre as a Jobin? You got some work to do, Pierre. Fucking Pierre. Yeah. Marcus, can you set something up with Dylan Dennis after he inevitably pulls out of the KSI fight? I would love to see you kick that bum's ass. That would be a, that would be a blessing from above, but the possibilities of that happening are really low. Maybe if I had like two million followers or a million followers, maybe, but probably not. I would, that would be sweet though. Uh, Tyler, what are your diets currently looking like? Same as usual. I'm just trying to eat good shit. Last night we had tacos. Um, I fasted a lot yesterday, and then I just had a, a salmon chopped salmon salad from Wildflower. Then I had a glass of some organic milk and some thorn protein, water. Ended up having some cheese and crackers yesterday. So there's it's not like super specific right now. Tyler. Did you make yourself a chichurri board? Chichurri? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Your favorite? Yeah, I love those things. So 51. All right, ladies and gentlemen, beautiful pod. Uh, next week, next week it'll be January. I'm not going out with the boys this week. I, I mean, they're going out on Saturday night, and I just couldn't pull myself to it. I closed my eyes, and I pictured myself in the club just, like, trying to drink, trying to, and I'm just <laughs> like, no, I'm going to skip this one. But I'm sure they're going to have some fun. Um, January 4th, next Wednesday, we'll be getting it going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please like and subscribe if you haven't. Um, the, the subscriptions help out, and uh, we're going to release a show every week. All right, guys, comment below, like the show. Love y'all. Bye-bye.